All right, guys, well, welcome to the How Do You Health podcast. We are here live today. Well, actually, we're not live. Uh, we will be doing lives. Actually, what's crazy about uh-huh. it is that we, when we started the podcast, it was only live because oh, we, we cool. were doing Facebook lives. Uh-huh. And then at some point, it's like, what if we got good stuff? Mm-hmm. You know? um, so anyway, so we're not live, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you will be seeing some video. You will be hearing some audio. And mm-hmm. we hear it with Dr. Amber Lee Carter. Yes. And uh, I was looking at your Instagram page and, mm-hmm. and the first thing that popped out is the metaphysics, right? So yes. we're going to talk a lot about the metaphysics because mm-hmm. that's always a fun subject for me. Oh, yeah. um, and it is for John as well, mm-hmm. um, especially it's really neat to talk about metaphysics metaphysics when with someone that comes from traditional traditional mm-hmm. medicine and there's reasons why people leave traditional medicine and usually there's something about right. that, that that's involved with that but uh i first met uh met you mm-hmm. at uh, it was a an event that we were having it or that um it was actually brian uh, his handles food lies. I always forget mm-hmm. last names, but I remember yeah. handled it. Uh, and it was uh, it was all about uh, uh, about the lies that are happening right mm-hmm. now, right? And which is an interesting way to have met because mm-hmm. you you are talking about metaphysics, and it's almost like it brings up a, a lot of lies. Oh yeah, right. Um, I'm Texmex Yogi. We are going to be having Nurse Dozo popping in in here. We're we're actually this is a Wednesday, and uh, as for a lot of you guys know that we are in our uh, msw lounge which is also a clinic and we do a bunch of different things here so he's popping in and out because we're short staffed on the medical side so uh Mm -hmm. um he'll be saying hi but let's get started uh let's start with my favorite question is how did you even get into metaphysics why did that become a thing why did you even decide to study it why metaphysics yeah yes yes (laughs) everyone questions that uh but it's a wonderful question because especially i started out wanting to go that traditional medical route. So I was pre-med in college and I was, I have a degree in exercise science and then I double minored in neuroscience and psychology. So I always wanted that mind body connection. Yeah. And I wanted the science behind exercise motivation. That was my original intent. And then (laughs) that was just interesting to me. And I wanted to study genetics and why, you know, one child in one family would love sports and another one wants to sit inside and read. So there was something there that I wanted to discover. So being pre-med, I was in a neuroscience class and I started questioning consciousness, but I didn't have the language for it. So we were talking about uh, neural synapses in the brain and I raised my hand (laughs) and we were talking about death and once the body dies and you know being uh brain dead and uh all of those things and then i asked you know well what's happening to the body what's telling it quote unquote to decay like some there's an intelligence there what is that and i was questioning energy and consciousness and you know there was no room for that in the room wait which class was this this was a neuroscience class in college uh so and then in my my nutrition class in college, I um, my professor was saying that peanut M and M's were a good source of uh, workout recovery <laughs> and, uh, for protein, and something about that didn't resonate with me. Uh, so I just felt like I wasn't in the right place, and I felt like I, that was going to be more of the same if I were to go to medical school right out the gate. So I took a break and I went into the research realm. Because I want to know the research behind all of it. And also, I was hitting 
limitations with my professors for what I was able to research in undergrad. So they were saying, well, you can't research genetics for exercise motivation and, you know, that's beyond our scope and all of those things. So I was really frustrated. I, I was stuck with a lot of questions and no answers. So I went down the research rabbit hole, but uh, I worked for a world-renowned research institute for their Alzheimer's and dementia unit and saw processes behind the scenes. And um, that also woke me up to, okay, well, science doesn't lie, but people do. Yeah. And so that was a game changer for me because my whole life leading up to that moment was science and research. And so if somebody funding the research is has an agenda yeah. and is pushing that out, the data is no longer valid because somebody wants you to think that this is the actual information that's coming out. And the other thing is that you can not. start any research with hey, I need you to prove this. Mm-hmm. And then you can and you can you can find so much science that backs up that point. You have to omit a lot in, in some cases in order to right. prove a point that doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. But you could do that. You can you can draft a research paper and be like, this is legit. For sure. That's that's easy, right? And mm-hmm. that's why it's important to go down to the sub to like the what's it called? Like the the hard to read letters that are like yeah. I can't even read it with glasses or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um but it's on there, right? Like this is who is sponsored, mm-hmm. this is who Yeah. Um the, the the nonprofit, you know, and then you go down the board of this and the board of that and, and then you see they're all in bed together. And then you're like, well, okay, well, what was really going on in that research experiment? And that's not to say that every science experiment no, is like not, that. No, But there, there was a lot of uh, push to show certain things. And, um, and I, I was very, oh, I became aware that that is an actuality for, for even research in general. And then I went back to my own research that I studied all throughout college and then was looking at who was funding all of it. Yeah. I'm like, mind blown. I'm like, oh, you know, Eminem, peanut M&Ms and that company and this company and that, oh, they're all, you know, connected to the food pyramid. You see that all the like grains are, is the biggest block on the food pyramid that they're promoting. And that's all the industrialization of food is what they get all their money from is if you buy, you know, cornflakes and breads and cereals and pastas and and all of that. But yet fruit is up here and has too much sugar. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, well, there's two interesting parts of that. Well, Mm -hmm. well, first of all, to back up a little bit, because there's sometimes that you read and I know that this name is going to come up in in, in a second. I just don't know the name. Well, what I'm trying to say is that I can't remember the name Mm -hmm. uh, of this last book that I, that I read, but it'll pop up because I'm sure it's going to come in the conversation. Um, Mm But so much, so many times research papers can start with like, these are all the biases, Mm -hmm. right? And like, you always appreciate that, right? Because it's like, right. Okay. I get it. Like, and because you research can go wrong in so many different ways. Right. Uh, But, but when you were upfront about those things, Mm -hmm. then at least you can be making you an even better um, educated decision for yourself. Cause really all it is, it's like, make your own decision. Like, here's all this information and then come up with your own. Like, don't, right. don't wait for someone to tell you, like, this is what, just do this mm-hmm. and, and trust me, which trust mm-hmm. is important, but at the end of the day, it's your body, it's your life. It's really what's going to resonate with you. And I think that's what made me go into metaphysics was I was always searching for that absolute truth. I'm like, there's, there's an, one absolute. And then 
it was it just blew my mind when I had an aha moment of oh my gosh it's just what resonates with you and that can change and what's true for you right exactly so then let me ask you this when there's a physics is part of metaphysics Mm -hmm. exactly yeah are you do you love math oh okay math hell no okay (laughs) Okay. but i love physics in torsion field physics and i also love uh calculus sure which i i feel like is a different animal i mean i know technically it's math yeah but there's something about calculus that i can see and i think in in physics i can see it happening uh, it's more of a storyboard for me where math is such this abstract concept for me that I'm like, what is the point? <laughs> Even though yeah. math is hugely important. And honestly, the creation and the makeup of the universe is zeros and ones and numbers anyway. But my mind just cannot. I don't know. It's really interesting, right? Because, uh, mm-hmm. well, first of all, I do love math, but it has nothing to do with my study of physics or anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I just it's just there's always an answer right like yeah, it's almost like okay true. well there's a definite answer so i like this my uh, answers are always wrong <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, and that's what i enjoy about math right like it, whenever, yeah. well because even growing up elementary all that stuff it was always like well there's no way that i can't like it, it wasn't like english where mm-hmm. like it, it's it's very i couldn't grasp it like sure i understand that i misspelled something that that's mm-hmm. i get that mm-hmm. part but like how can you tell me that it wasn't a very good paper like that's how true. can you quantify that there's a lot of rules <laughs> that. but for some reason i guess that's the way my brain works where like math my relationship with math is you're either right or wrong and i was mostly on the wrong side but <laughs> so. but what i was getting to with my comment is that when mm. you try to like make physics or Mm -hmm. or even calculus into a very mathematical like here it is it's not that easy right Uh, or even drawing it right like Mm -hmm. i remember trying to get into like 4d or 5d like how can i draw this Uh and and i think now we're getting into that uh like some of the more advanced technology that's out there which is fantastic Mm -hmm. um but but yeah but that's crazy all right cool yeah well and numbers and and metaphysics uh and numbers go along along the lines of the creation of the universe, the fundamental vibration of creation is sound. And so when you're working with Hertz frequencies, like 432 Hertz and all of, all of these things, you see that numbers create shapes and, and the vibration creates shape. And then that informs the brain of the information that is within that shape. So, you know, bananas and, and fruits and vegetables, and they have different shapes for a reason. It's a resonance. It's a sound frequency that but it's also math correct mm-hmm. it's like the matrix basically. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> everything is everything and and nothing at the same time <laughs> I, I love that everything is every, there's actually a band called everything is everything oh um, i don't know if you've listened to them they're I fantastic uh and to. no everything is everything is not the name of the band it's called they're called everything everything oh okay but if you look at their lyrics it's mm-hmm. it's they're yeah. along those lines yeah correct uh mm-hmm. and so then i just call them that which i just mm-hmm. did uh yeah. everything is everything but i i i i resonate with that um this past uh two weekends ago i had a little journey mm-hmm. <laughs> with a group of friends um and i always bring my my journal to 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 those things mm-hmm. and uh 
there's one entry in that sometimes i walk out of those things and it's like pages and pages yeah um and uh and in this one uh after four days of you know separating from from this world with with some friends uh there was one entry and the entry was uh we spend so much time trying to find solutions Mm -hmm. for problems that don't exist Mm. yeah Right. That's and so profound. Yeah. And, uh, and I was, I had, it was, it happened right after a little meditation that I was doing and I was seeing all sorts of, um, <laughs> uh, all sorts of colors and, and, and definitely like triangles and squares and circles and mm-hmm. sacred geometry. Right. Like, and so, um, I don't know why that came into it, but we were talking about this just now. It's just like mm-hmm. the, the idea that like, there's so many different reasons for people wanting to create, uh, you know, even food pyramids or, mm-hmm. or, or, or systems in a certain way or education in a certain way, fuck healthcare in a yeah. certain way. Uh, and, and I think so many times like, but there's not, it wasn't even a problem. Like, why mm-hmm. are we trying to create a problem? It's because we're constantly trying to do something with it. Right. right? What's right. your opinion on that? What's your opinion on why is that? Why is it that we spend so much time doing that? Like trying to, find solutions well i think innately we're all creators so and pain and problems are a motivator so and a motivator to create so i think that's a lot of and there's a lot of programming going on too in our culture especially where you know they create a problem so that they can offer a lucrative solution for you right so they'll show you know, uh, some, a bikini model or blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, Oh God, well, you know, I have cellulite or I have this. And and then they're like, here's a product for cellulite. And you're like, Oh, that's the solution. I need to give you my money and all my self-worth goes out the window. (laughs) So, you know, it's obviously a little bit more complex than that, but I think that's a program in our culture as well. But what's interesting from a metaphysical standpoint is in working in a bipolar system so on earth there are two poles Mm -hmm. you know we're in a polarity system of good bad right wrong right wrong and there's the problem solution set too so when you create a problem you're creating the solution at the same exact point because you polarize so a problem is going to grab your attention you're you're on one end of the pole but the solution's right here you're just not in vibrational resonance with it. That's really interesting. I'm glad that you put it that way because when John, if John comes in here, uh, he, he always tells a story about like, well, it happens every once in a while. It used to happen a lot more often when we mm-hmm. were beginning our businesses and, and I'd see him like, just like going kind of nuts in his head, mm-hmm. like just, yeah. just in there. <laughs> and I'd go in there and I just like tap him. He was like, dude, like the answer's there. Like, don't even worry about right. it. He's like, what are you talking about? And he would like start freaking out. I was like, dude, just trust me. Like it wouldn't be a problem if there wasn't a solution already. Exactly. And I would always say that innately mm-hmm. just because anytime I found myself in a problem, I was like, well, I never would freak out about it. Cause mm-hmm. I would always just trust that you know, there's a solution. Right? right. Because or else there wouldn't be a problem in the first place. That's mm-hmm. how I think. Cause, cause, there, cause if there wasn't a solution, then it wouldn't mm-hmm. be a problem. Cause you can't do anything about it anyways. Right. Cause there's no solution. So why the <laughs> fuck do you even spend time on it? It's how I feel about right. things in general. Yeah. And that's not like from studies that I don't mm-hmm. know why I was just raised from like that, mm-hmm. or I just believed in that at some, or maybe I probably did at the beginning at some point And I was like, well, fuck yeah. it. I'm not going to worry about it. <laughs> well, I think it takes, it takes creativity to problem solve. So if you're and creativity also takes vulnerability. 
So if you're connected to yourself and you're willing to be a vulnerable per- person in general, you're going to have that trust. You're going to have that knowingness of, okay, there's there's a solution here. We'll figure it out because you're so creative and expansive. But when you're locked down and disconnected and you're in that logical space of the the polarization, the you're in the frequency of the problem set, it's nearly impossible to see a, a solution. So when you calm down and get centered, relax your physiology, even the biochemistry in your system is very different when you're calm and in a parasympathetic state, that opens up and expands options for you. So like you said, if he's bah, in his head, his physiology is running amok, it's going to be hard for his body to calm and focus and center and open to allow information to flow in. So if you're the calm one, you're like, there's going to be a solution. <laughs> there just is. So yeah, what <laughs> what's fine? Well, sure, creativity helps a lot, right? Because mm-hmm. for me, it's always like I'm always willing to jump in and start going because yeah. I know that if it doesn't work, then I'll just try a different way, mm-hmm. as opposed to like and trust me, that could also be a negative thing because mm-hmm. the, that's where we have the balance. Because mm-hmm. for him, he's like, no, I want to think about it before we do anything because right. I don't want to have to come back and try something else again. Exhaust energy, and I'm yeah. just like why not (laughs) (laughs) it'll be fun figuring it out right like and if it works this time because it was the same you know what's funny i just Mm -hmm. thought about this it was really funny when i used to throw paper at the trash can like Mm -hmm. when i was in school and like teacher would be like you know you just have to like work twice because now you have to get up and 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 do it i was like yeah "Yeah, but if i made it i'd only work half the time Right, so and then it's like, and I'm pretty, I'm a pretty and good shot. 50 50 chance, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then it balances out, anyways, right? right? But but then I can celebrate if I win, and then you know, uh-huh. whatever. And they would just nod their head, and I was right. like, I don't So you yeah. did really well in school, huh? <laughs> oh, <it was> sometimes <laughs> yeah. it depended, like, it depended, uh, it yeah. actually depended on how much uh, I wanted to party. Mm. There you go, <laughs> uh, because that's important, right? Like, that's it a, is work that's a play. balance, yeah. <laughs> hey, look bipolar system you know you gotta work hard and play hard so so where does the where does the meta come in so the meta is beyond the physics so beyond the physical realm it's beyond the five main senses of perception or anything really physical so like newton's laws are very uh much so in the physical world of you know anything that you know has an equal and opposite reaction all of that yeah But then when you go beyond that, you see, oh, you're going beyond time and space. Going beyond the time and space continuum allows you to access the infinite. So like thought, for instance, thought doesn't travel through time and space. It's beyond that. It's it's a metaphysical energy. So if something had to travel through time and space and it took, you know, a a certain amount of energy and time for a thought to travel, it would also disintegrate by the time it reached you, or it would just take so much effort. But things that are instant, you know, that's more of a metaphysical thing. And then there's also the idea of, well, maybe there's just a grid of just sound frequencies, and we're just tuning in to those thoughts. So there's different ways of approaching it. But the meta goes beyond the physical realm, but creates a very physical impact on the body. So like an emotion or a thought, for instance, can immediately cause heart palpitations, palm sweating, but it's just a thought you can't touch it, taste, taste it, smell it, you know, all of that. So that's 
but it creates such a powerful impact on human health and the body. What's well, it's the whole uh, idea of of um, that the body doesn't know the difference between a, a real experience and one that you just mm-hmm. kind of made up on mm-hmm. your own, right? And and which is all about law of attraction and attracting like what you want and. I mean, yeah. we can go on forever, forever about that, right? Mm-hmm. So there, this author that I, I don't know why I, I can't think of it, but there's mm-hmm. a, there's part of it that I got really into that we talked about uh, the idea that there's always like for every existing molecule, there's probably uh, mm-hmm. the negative side, right? So yeah. black holes, mm-hmm. right? So the idea that like anything that gets created and existed then there's probably a negative version of that Mm -hmm. and so that really got me into uh, like okay so then if there's a gravity then how can i create Mm anti-gravity so that i can like i want to levitate like that's my that's like my dream in in life is i want to learn how to Mm -hmm. levitate even if it's just for like an inch right what is your opinion on levitation (laughs) oh well i definitely think it's possible but you know everyone talks about gravity but no one talks about the opposite force of gravity so they're like, you know, negative 9.81 meters per second. Gravity is pushing you down. But what's pushing you up? Because if something's just pushing you down, There's you know, is, is it a gas? Is it, you know, yeah. And no one's talking about that. Is there a force or is it gas that we're working with? What, what, what's the, what's the opposite reaction? If we're talking about Newton's laws, what's the equal and opposite reaction? So that in and of itself, I was questioning like, I don't understand these formulas that everyone's just agreed upon all of a sudden. I'm like, well, what about all these other things? So the metaphysics of it is where, you know, if you are working with sound and everything is vibration, Mm -hmm. so even the physical body, the ground, you're working with molecular structures, the molecules. And if you can penetrate the space between the... uh, uh, the atom and the orbiting electrons, you can create whatever it is that you want. And the access point to the, creating whatever you want is through the heart center and your intention. So if you can uh, think about and usher in energy between that and in, in that empty space, you can levitate. It's physically possible and it's been done before. And if one person has done it on the planet, Correct. everyone has access to it. Well, I, yeah, I have read about people doing it. I haven't read how what their practice was. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably the next thing I need to get into. Like, what was the practice that got them there? Because you imagine like mm-hmm. there's so much belief that this, that I have to be stuck to this ground. Right. Like in every cell of my body because it's mm-hmm. been, well, I'm 39. So for 39 years, I believe mm-hmm. that every single cell in my body has to be been pulled down towards. Right. Because gravity. So how do you let go of that? <laughs> right. Like how do you let go of that idea innately in every single cell mm-hmm. so that it's like you can just start floating? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and, uh, and, and so, but that, that, uh, that makes me really excited about it, right? Because, mm-hmm. uh, well, personally, like I already feel lighter. I climb a lot of mountains, and you feel lighter up there, mm, like yeah. for sure, right? So, like, there's there's already something there. Obviously, mm-hmm. if you're in space, there's no gravity. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, okay, so there was another thing that I, I that I thought about asking you mm-hmm. uh, again from this book. It's been it's been resonating for a while. It's been like three months since I read it, but uh-huh. um, the idea that uh, everything needs infrastructure before. It, you can build something on it. Mm-hmm. So even it's just growth in general. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. You can, you can, you can say that about like, well, you need infrastructure to make a building. You need right. infrastructure to like create a business and to like keep it growing. Mm-hmm. But even from the sense of like, well, I need 
spiritual infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Like you have to create a practice in order for the spirit to grow even larger and have mm-hmm. a bigger field in me. Um, and, and the same thing, like there's always more space being built in our universe, right? Like it's always expanding, Right. right. And so there's always even more space for more things to grow there, whether that be more nothingness, which is still something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, or whether that be something very like physical that you still need infrastructure. So where does that like what 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 have you encountered as far as like infrastructure being a foundation for just anything? I think you already are all that what you seek. You just need to drop things in order to access it instead of create an infrastructure to access something that you already have because you're an infinite being of divine light and energy. So you are the universe. So if the universe is constantly expanding and you have, and the universe has access to everyone and everything, it's just a matter of you accessing it within yourself rather than building or climbing a mountain to reach it. You already have it. It's you dropping the idea that you need to, build anything to access within yourself so i like that that's a lot easier of an approach of just dropping things away and saying okay how can i access and feel that expansion within me instead of the i'm not this because i am finite and i'm limited and i want that or i I want to experience that so i have to work to get to there that's that is the con the, that's within the construct of time and space and within physics. So within metaphysics, you're already there. You're already accessing it. You don't have to travel through time and space in order to access it. So it's more like how do you uh, how do you undo that belief that you're not that? Mm-hmm. Right. Like exactly. Ooh, I like that, that yeah. judgment. Yeah. So if you're trying to access more spirituality, for instance, you already are a spiritual being. So, and a lot of this is, again, the the programming of our society of, um, you know, you're not this, so you have to join our religion or you have to join this in order to gain whatever it is you're seeking that's already within yourself, though. Sure, yeah. So, and, and there's nothing wrong with having a tribe or a group of people that you resonate with and you all are trying to become more spiritual and expand and all of that. Actually, that allows you to access more of it when you're in groups of people because that creates a resounding resonance of that frequency that you're trying to reach. So instead of, you know, one person singing in a church choir and just singing the note, you know, D, if there's a piano player that is hitting D and there's a whole choir belting out that note, it's very easy for people to access. Yeah. Well, yeah, correct. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. And now that you put it all together, it makes even more sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. Well, yeah. cause everything's frequency, right? Like everything has mm-hmm. a vibration. Everything's frequency. We, we've gotten a lot into that. Um, John's better at names and stuff like that, but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, but, but there's levels of frequencies, right? Mm-hmm. Different emotions hit different levels. And, right. and, and, and so even like you were mentioning earlier, even thoughts, emotions are going to create certain impacts. Mm-hmm. I, I meditate a lot and I'm trying to figure out, well, not trying to figure out, but I'm always mm-hmm. trying to tune in to like what my body is saying. And I do right. it first thing in the morning because my my favorite thing about doing it in the morning is that I can then say, okay, this is the balance that I that I appreciate mm-hmm. and that I like, mm-hmm. and then it's easier to like be through be going throughout my day and be like, oh, 
I can feel that I'm coming off what's going on. Let me take a couple of breaths or like, mm-hmm. I don't actually don't need to go there. Or I don't need to have this conversation because it's already pulling me off. But if mm-hmm. I don't do that in the morning, then I could be all over the place right. until I come in and center myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so the chakras, how much have you studied that? So I have studied it, uh, you know, not as much as somebody in like an Ayurvedic realm or, or something like that, but um, it's definitely part of the program that I studied and uh, the chakras are very interesting because of the energy centers of the body they do resonate with different color frequencies as well and and getting into the math you know you can look at uh which chakra system has a certain bandwidth of of frequency and then that's correlated with a specific color and then those energies are also correlated with specific emotions and different organ systems in the body that house those emotions like the liver and this goes into traditional Chinese medicine as well but the liver will house anger uh, where the gallbladder is rage the kidneys are fear and then you look at the different organ systems that are correlated with the different chakras and the energies that go with it that are similar to the emotion so for instance yellow or the third chakra is personal power uh, and then that's also, you know, the stomach digesting information, things like that. So all of it. And there's is, also where a lot of quote unquote negative emotions get stuck, right? Like that's, exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and so the negative emotions are the, the lower frequencies. Mm-hmm. So those are slower moving waves of energy. So the slower moving waves of energy will stack if they're lower, if they're a lower vibration from the natural healthy vibration of the human body, it's actually your organ system is living in the past. So it's not regenerating as quickly as the rest of the body. So the rest of the body is in the future. And that organ system is still saying, wait, hold on, slow down. I'm trying to catch up here. I have anger running through my liver. And that's a very slow moving frequency. And so it can slow down your detoxification pathways. And then, you know, that can cause a whole issue of, you know, hormonal imbalances and things like that if the liver is clogged or uh, blocked in any way. So when you work with clients, Mm -hmm. how do they approach you in the first place? So uh, it's good for me to be on podcasts because... I can't just have a billboard that says doctor of metaphysics come see me. No one knows what that is. So it's not like having like a lawyer or a personal injury or people know what that is. So being on a podcast is always great because you can explain what it is that the concepts and then if someone resonates with it uh, and that sort of thing. So I work with energy and someone who comes to see me is basically someone who needs clarity in their life. Uh, And that can be health related. It can be relationships, career stuff, uh, having, you know, self-worth issues, anything like that. Uh, And I do analyze blood work as well. So I've taken courses on that. Uh, So I really like to tie the physical expression of the energy together. So, if someone's coming to me and saying, hey, you know, I'm having issues with my thyroid, I will look at how much they're able to express authentically in their life because we can talk about the throat chakra. Yep. So 
the thyroid uh, really is housed within the neck. And so, and that's where your voice is as well. So if you're having issues with the thyroid, there's some sort of expression that is off or being stifled. Or they're being suppressed, right? Yeah. Exactly. And so, and then that can tie into, uh, you know, stomach issues or, or personal power issues. And if they're having issues with personal power, they're going to have issues expressing. It's really interesting because uh, in the medical world, whenever we talk about like hypo or hyperthyroidism, mm-hmm. it's it's always the opposite. Like the numbers present the opposite of what's going on in the body. Right. Like it's always, and, and mm-hmm. well, when you know it enough, then it's like, well, it's not the opposite because that's how it is and that's how you read it. But like yeah. anyone else reading it is like, well, that presents the opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's and it's really interesting because it is kind of like that. Mm-hmm. If it, It's almost like, well, you're suppressing something. So I'm suppressing what you think is supposed to be going on as well. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's yeah. all just related. Everything is everything. Right. Exactly. And, and so um, so then whenever you look at blood work, do mm-hmm. you do you see waves like in your in your brain? Like, do you? Yeah, well, it it shows up as a pattern to me. So if I'm looking at somebody's blood work, I am looking at, you know, this in relation to that. So cholesterol, for instance, you know, they could express high cholesterol. Well, I'm going to look at HDL as well, because that's more of the antioxidant uh, version, you know, and this is a watered down version of what we're talking about. But uh, where LDL is more, you know, inflammatory. and, And so if HDL is higher... Uh, and is more of the good cholesterol, but it's creating that effect of uh, a high cholesterol, but the LDL is within range. That's a very different expression from someone whose LDL is extremely high and their HDL is extremely low. And it's the same number. It's the same, say it's, you know, 250 cholesterol. It's the same exact number, but they're expressed differently. It's a different pattern. So, and that goes into... uh, you know, again, if I'm looking at thyroid numbers or different things like that, I'll also, I say get, but it's information that will come to me. It's subtle frequencies. It's waves. It's like radio waves or like a Bluetooth healing or uh, Wi-Fi. I'm tuning in and I get in resonance with the expression that's coming to me about that particular person. So if there's blood work that I'm looking at, yes, I'm looking at the numbers and the patterns of information, but I'm also hearing different things or receiving information about why that is, or if their thyroid numbers are off, I'll immediately get husband. Like I'll I'll hear it, and then I'm like, okay, well, there's some kind of expression dynamic in her relationship right now that is causing a suppression of this, or making her express a Hashimoto's expression, anything like that. Uh, so there's a lot that goes into it. But the blood work is really just a tool for yeah. me to access more information. It's it's really just holding space to feed me what it is that I need to see. But there's there's communication going on all the time, mm-hmm. right? Because it's almost like, well, if you are not gonna if you're not gonna do this for me, then well, do you understand if I tell you this way? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if that doesn't work, something else pops up. It's like, well, well, do you understand this, right? And so mm-hmm. uh, we get that all the time. I mean, so we had a client, someone very close to me, who uh, um, passed out at a mm-hmm. like just just uh, doing a. Um, she was just at dinner with friends and she just passed out. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, so we started talking to her and, and she's like, well, it's already happened twice in the past year. Mm. And, uh, and she had gotten blood work and, mm-hmm. and, and they, uh, they just said, you know, oh, did you look 
everything is fine you should probably take a, a, a cholesterol pill right it's like mm-hmm. well no you don't need that like you have high cholesterol but it's good it's the good cholesterol mm-hmm. uh and well it's kind of weird to, to talk even about this like why does that even why is that even a thing why don't they think bigger than that but mm-hmm. um but it was but at the end of the day after having multiple conversations with her uh it, it was just really well, you just, you don't ever take time to yourself mm. and your body at some point is like, well, well fuck it. I'm just going to take the yeah. time now. <laughs> right. right? And, and it's as easy We're as that. We're taking a nap right now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. right. And so people, of course, are going to freak out because this person mm. just like passed out, but yeah. there was really nothing wrong with her other than like, well, she works all the time. She's obviously she's stressed. Anytime that she's not working, she wants to hang out with friends and she wants to drink with her friends. And then there's another party and another mm-hmm. party. And like, she's getting four to five hours of sleep at night, maybe, and, and not continuous sleep so mm-hmm. the body's like well fuck it i'm taking it now yeah right and so i always talk about like you gotta also teach your body to trust you mm-hmm. right and so they be like that I, that integrity thing like if i say like hey i'm gonna take sunday off and i do then mm-hmm. my body can go harder because it's gonna trust that like well we're gonna take sunday off right a- and i trust that mm-hmm. he does that as opposed to like well he said he was right. gonna take sunday off and he didn't and exactly. now he's saying wednesday but he didn't mm-hmm. well fuck it i'm taking it now right right and so and so that's really mm-hmm. it's as simple as that honestly right. like it's as simple as that but at the same time whenever we're talking about all this other stuff right mm-hmm. um it's still just the universe trying to communicate with you right <laughs> and it's whatever's in resonance with you so if if you want to take more of a reductionist route and look at uh, blood work and say, oh, she has low blood volume. So her, she, because she's not hydrated, so the oxygen's not getting to her brain. So she passed out. It could be something like that and very reduce, reductionistic. Or you can also look at patterns of, okay, you're denying yourself of uh, sleep, nutrients, your life force energy. If you're denying yourself that, your body has to take over for you to survive. And yeah, lights out. So there, there's different ways that you can approach it and different, uh, like you could approach it the reductionistic way and say, hey, take these supplements, um, you know, drink more water, do this. And then also uh, you could do it a metaphysical, a metaphysical approach and say, hey, why are you denying yourself? Yeah, let's go there, you know, and, and that's not necessarily like a, a therapy type of thing. It's more of a... Um, why do you think you're rejecting yourself or avoiding what's there? Uh, and then, you know, a, a good practitioner will look into intuitively the, the patterns that are there and then hold space for that to kind of unravel. Cause you always know the answer. You really do. Yeah. It's, it's the noise that makes it so difficult to hear yourself. So when, you have a doctor or a practitioner or, uh, you know, even a friend or a yoga teacher, anybody who's holding a resonance, they're pounding out that note D on the piano. They're saying ding, 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 ding. So then they're saying, hey, this is the frequency. So when you're in their space, it reminds you, oh, yeah, that's what that feels like. Oh, I really like this frequency. The body calms down, the the patterns start shifting. So it's not that a doctor is a healer or that person healed you. It's that they're holding a space, they're embodying an energy and they're pushing those sound waves out and your body is tuning into that radio frequency and then there's a different expression. 
at that point. Yeah. Well, because you hear so many times where people have gone to like all these doctors mm -hmm. and no solution. And then it's like, but then I went to this guy that helped me like meditate and visualize and I just healed within like two days. Right. That's crazy, right? Yes. Like, well, I mean, it's not as crazy whenever you look into that mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, or you know because you there, there's plenty of examples of stuff like that so it's like right like just google google it you'll mm -hmm. find some i mean you can joe dispensa talks about it all mm -hmm. day long right he did it himself mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and are you a fan of dispensa yeah 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 mm -hmm. apparently he's really good friends with the owner of this building oh uh, okay um, wow interesting. so i'd love to meet him i'd love yeah, to yeah. have him in here one day and <laughs> I'll, I'll call you and be like hey come yeah. over <laughs> <laughs> um, he's fantastic like it, it's yeah. just like that whole it and then it goes back again like be in that frequency in that mm -hmm. space of like how do you want to feel what's that frequency you want to experience in the future and mm -hmm. then just experience it now right so you can start attracting it now mm -hmm. and uh yeah so what are your thoughts on, on that like yeah. bringing the future into the now i think that if you you can access those frequencies by physically doing things as well so for instance if you're like i really want to get good at um presentations at my work or, and I want to get into making lucrative business deals with business partners, physically go to a place or be around someone who's really good at that. And so for instance, you could go to a hotel lobby and just sit there, just grab a coffee or a matcha or something, just sit there and just observe and be in the frequency of there's business deals going on all day long there. So if you're putting yourself in the environment you'll pick up on information. It's the same thing with the body. If you put the body in the right environment, it's going to do the work itself to to create health. But if you're giving it a poor environment and you're feeding yourself a bunch of things that are not really of the resonance of health and wellness, your body's going to be in that environment and then start expressing itself in that way. So it's it's a better way of manifesting in some ways if you're working with the physical realm and working with things that are holding a frequency. They're embodying that vibration, even if it's a person, place, or a thing. That's why vision boards work so well because it's just a representation of that energy and it's a placeholder. And so yeah. it's, it's pulsing that out. And every time you look at it, you're getting in resonance with it and that frequency is being generated within your the cells of your body and the cells of your body are actually thinking, oh, we're in, we're there, we're doing this. So that's the how the resonance mm -hmm. works with that. So you can meditate on things that you want. That's one avenue of doing it. Uh, but physically working with the frequency of whatever it is that you're trying to achieve or manifest is also a game changer because then you're kind of playing with play-doh at that point instead of just thinking about the play-doh yeah because i'm thinking about like uh, the way that dispensa talks about it. i mean sure he's talking about like get into the emotion mm -hmm. which is still a frequency right exactly right? and so then mm -hmm. it's just like well what what's the language that resonates with you the most mm -hmm. right it's, it's almost like with me with religion like i i like all religions i don't i don't belong to any of them mm -hmm. um i don't necessarily think that any of them are 100% true I think that right. there's some truth to all of them and mm -hmm. they're all pretty much the same um, but but it's like well, okay well which is the story that's going to help you get through life quicker 
Bingo. more easily like mm-hmm. go with it right like like sure do you believe whatever you need to believe mm-hmm. like just live like just do your thing and, right. and and don't spend time with judgment right like it's, it's right. such a waste of time well exactly and just because it could be your best friend or a family member believe something differently from you it doesn't mean they're wrong their experience is totally valid because that's what they're in resonance with and i think that's a beautiful process to be able to have uh, people in your life that you love who can offer those different frequencies. That's how you grow and that's how you expand. If everyone around you was exactly the same, that would be pretty boring, although it makes you feel safe. Yeah. And so that's why people gravitate towards that. I want you to be exactly like me and, and do exactly as I do so that I'm not challenged and I don't have to grow because growth makes you let go of a lot of things. Yeah, so, well, for us, it's always like if we're the smartest person in the room, then we're in the wrong room. Like I want to be mm-hmm. the dumbest. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, about yeah. That. <laughs> but but I want to learn more, right? Yeah. Like I want to keep growing. I, there's there's right. more more room for that, mm-hmm. um, so that I can uh, be able to offer more. Like my purpose in life, I truly believe, is just here to serve. And I think a lot of them, mm-hmm. a lot of it is the same for a lot of people. It's just like how can I help you, support you, and mm-hmm. and and continue doing this? Because like there there was a time that I was that I used to get in my head about like, Oh, I don't have any of my own dreams, mm. you know? And, mm-hmm. and I would feel guilty or like unworthy. Right. Um, because I always found myself like, I'm helping this person with this business. I'm helping that mm-hmm. person with this business. Mm-hmm. And even with John, it was like, he needed some help and we didn't have this business. We created it together, but it was, a lot of it is because, well, he's got a medical license and we needed mm-hmm. to create something fun and, mm-hmm. and we did it. Um, but uh, at some point, it, it took a while before I was like, well, no, that's what it is. Because for a lot of people, they have visions and they have th- things that they want to create and they just don't know how or they mm-hmm. don't they don't even have maybe maybe it's not even the know how, but it's like like the courage to do it because right. there's going to be a lot of failures oh, along yeah. the way. There's mm-hmm. all oh, well, learning opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, it's always like I told you, like for me, it's like, well, let's just do it. If we fail, we'll just try again. Mm-hmm. Like this other way right like and so um so then i i settled into like no that's that's what i'm here for to make it fun for people Mm -hmm. um and uh i'm gonna go back to the 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 thing about uh, um the journey that i did a couple weeks ago and um there was a well her name is lucrecia uh and uh she had tuning forks oh yeah for uh, for chakras right Mm -hmm. and uh they're all tuned differently to different energy centers And she's like, "Would well, you want me to try one one uh, uh, with you?" And and, uh, and I said, "Sure." And she's like, "Well, what do you want to create?" Mm-hmm. And uh, and I said, "Hmm." I thought about it for a little bit. I said, "More play, like just more play Love in it. everything." Yeah. Uh, and she's like, "Okay, I think I can." And she's like, "Oh no, no I know how to do that." Mm-hmm. So then she went to work for like an hour with me, like tuning here and then grabbing the other one. Mm-hmm. She was doing, and, and I could feel. I don't know how to explain it, but it was just like, I could just feel like shifts in, in my body. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, when, when it was, it was done, I mean, that week I had, I mean, that weekend I had a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. I came back with so many more ideas how to make like the lounge more fun. Oh, cool. Uh, you know, I'm even like, I changed the way that I do my morning routine and I feel mm-hmm. like I'm having more fun with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm getting time to like, just play. And it was just, right. and it wasn't like, well, how can I? implement this mm-hmm. it was just i was just doing it was already it. there right i was just doing mm-hmm. it and and so have you played with uh mm-hmm. tuning forks before yeah i have tuning forks actually and and 
the way that I have worked with them is um, because I did my doctoral dissertation on sound. Ah. Uh, so <laughs> tuning forks was an aspect of that, of, of the dissertation that I wrote on it. So the what I found in my paper, in my research, was that the frequency itself can hold information. So, you know, 432 hertz can be, you know, the frequency of love. If you're saying, okay, I want playfulness, you can override the the natural frequency of that wavelength. So your intention infused into the the wavelength, the 432 hertz is a carrier wave for information. So you can intend and infuse information in that radio wave to be carried into your body. So if you're using a tuning fork for the liver, say, which is, I can't remember the resonance of the liver right now, but say it's 82 hertz. Uh, say you have a tuning fork that says liver, 82 hertz yeah. on it. Okay, great. If you're trying to, and you can do it two ways. So if you're trying to have more playfulness, the liver, which houses anger, you can go ding, and it can release anger. If that's, you know, what your intention is, and then you can, it can free you up, feel you, make you feel lighter, and you'll have more playfulness. Or you could grab that tuning fork and put it anywhere on your body, really, and just use it as a tool and a carrier wave to say, okay, he wants more playfulness. And then I'll embody the frequency of playfulness or access the frequency of playfulness and intend that and then infuse it into your body. <laughs> and your body, it's up to you to be in resonance with it. So I can't do anything uh, to you that you're not allowing or in Accepting, resonance with. Right. Exactly. So acceptance is such a big part of everything, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. So you huh. can use tuning forks and, and the same thing goes with any sound wave. You can use a song by, you know, I don't know why I have to say this, but Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah. You can use a song by her and, you know, rock out to it, have more playfulness with it. And that can be almost like a crystal. It'll hold a frequency for you or a supplement. The supplement's a placeholder that encapsulates a frequency that you can then tune in to and create resonance with, and then experience a change of more playfulness in your life. Well, you just said like holding something, but that's almost like whenever people do the muscle testing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, cause it's like, oh yeah, this is not for me. Or like, oh yeah, this agrees with me. Right. And I used to think of this, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, I was like, just take it. It's good stuff. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but your body's going to communicate with you. Yeah. And, and, mm -hmm. uh, oh, well, that's cool. So mm -hmm. sound, huh? So like mm -hmm. that was, that was your thing. So wait, so. Yeah. Tell me more about so, your dissertation or your... Yeah. yeah. So so what I found with that whole thing was that the, the photons are light particles mm -hmm. and they are within... They're the most subatomic that we found right now. The most subatomic point or the smallest point of creation or mm -hmm. your human body. And that carries information. So it, it's a... a photon is light and information. So if that is what makes up your physical body and photons behavior, the, the photon photonic behavior is dictated by a human being's intention, then that means you're a creator and you're creating your own reality. 
So the idea that uh, that sometimes things don't even appear unless you look for them, mm-hmm. right? Like that's that's a thing, right? Like that's a uh, what, what's it like the what's that experiment with the was it photons or what was it when with the light particles and the slits? Yeah, the double slit experiment. Yeah, can you go into that? Yeah, so um, it comes up a lot in many yeah. different readings that I've done, mm-hmm. and I always like butcher it, even yeah. though I've read it like <laughs> twenty times. <laughs> yeah, but I innately I get it. But right. Yeah. Basically, I mean, a, a watered down version of it is that uh, you know, th- there's slits in um, there's two th- two uh partitions, and then there there's two slits, and then the, there's a you know. Uh, we'll call it like a photon gun. <laughs> Let's just sure. say that. And it, uh, you know, delivers out a photon. It'll choose which slit to go into. Okay, so if no one's observing it, it it uh, behaves like a wave of light energy. So it behaves like a wave. If somebody enters the room and is looking at it, it behaves like a particle of matter. So all of a sudden, it be, it turns from potential, a wave of energy, into a physical reality all of a sudden. And then it goes, it chooses different slits depending on who's in the room. <laughs> so it's... This is, this is a natural thing. Like, this happens. Like, right. this test has been done, I don't probably millions of times. I don't oh, know. And I think the, <laughs> the original experiment was in, like, 1901. Oh, yeah. That's insane that, that that's how long ago... But no one's talking about this. I mean, we are now, but it's like this should be a fundamental of our education system. Yeah, right? it's, it's, you know how when you're in a element or well, in any class, like the first six weeks or whatever, it's always like a like a research of or mm-hmm. uh, you're just like, what did you learn last year, kind of deal? Or like you're just go, going over the same things that you learned the last time. Mm-hmm. I always felt like, well, why are we doing this? I already le- I already passed this, yeah. right? But like but because you're trying to like really ingrain it. Like that's one thing that should be ingrained in people's minds, right? Yeah. Like it's like this is the truth. Right. This is because it, it can't not be true if right. it's been done. Mm-hmm. I, again, I don't under, I don't see any reason why it couldn't have already been done millions of times because it mm-hmm. it comes out in so many books. And if you if you haven't come out to it in any of your readings, then you're just not reading the right books. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, uh, um, you're just reading novels, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And even then, Joe, I'm sure there's a novel who talks about <laughs> the double slit someone, someone some, someone's husband or someone's wife that was a scientist yeah. that did this and yeah. as part of the research and, and she brought, so or he or she probably was like yeah he's crazy yeah. but you still came up to it right right <laughs> you've come across it uh, yeah um but yeah it, i mean it's definitely a fundamental for uh, all of creation because then if but if people really knew about that so say that was a fundamental of our uh education system then that gives us power and who benefits from us having the power well not them exactly (laughs) so we'll leave it at that (laughs) so of course that's going to be hidden information so if if you know that you're but there's also what's this like if i'm looking at you Mm -hmm. waiting for you to do something wrong you're going to do something wrong like you're gonna misbehave, like you know. Well, like, <laughs> well, it, it depends because there's a there's a lot that goes into it. So there's also your perception and your experience. So even if I I what I'm doing is actually neutral, but it could be wrong. If you have a judgment of like she should have gone right instead of left, you know. But who's to say that is wrong? So 
But, but, yes. but like the idea that, or even like, let's say with falling, right? Like, mm-hmm. cause I, I pick on John about this all the time. Like he's yeah. like, always like, but they're going to fall. They're going to fall. Like they're going to fall because you're, you because you're yes. looking for them that's to fall. Great, yeah. 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 <laughs> See, that's and, a great. And they might yeah. fall anyways, mm-hmm. but like the chances of them falling even more yeah. is, is because you're waiting for them to fall. Cause then, right. and it could, and once again, you can get very mm-hmm. base about it because they're like, well, maybe they feel more comfortable because like you're there to protect them. Mm-hmm. And then, the, and then, and then they just try more mm-hmm. and then they actually they fall <laughs> right right exactly <laughs> or or so be it but mm-hmm. the, but yes like we are photons basically mm-hmm. right yeah. we're just light beings we're light beings <laughs> yeah that and so there's a co-creative process so it, if you're it doesn't mean that if you enter the room and someone's in the room they dictate your behavior it's there's a co-creative process and and that's where sound and resonance comes in because you have to be an energetic match to even be in the same room so and it doesn't mean that you're the same exact frequency. It's just a bandwidth that you're in resonance with. So a note A is a bunch of different hertz frequencies. So it's still a note that's a note A, but it could be, you know, 42 hertz or uh, um, 84 hertz. So you can, it'll it'll still be the same note, but it's a different sound and it's a different hertz. So, but it's still the same note. So and what's that feeling that you get when someone that's like having a bad day walks into the room and you're just like oh yeah <laughs> there's <laughs> like a lot of vibes oh, there something's yeah. off right <laughs> right but that's exactly what that is right mm-hmm. like it's there's mm-hmm. there's something bumping that's not cohesive right and and exactly. sure you can it doesn't mean that you go and be like well fuck this person mm-hmm. if anything you might like hey is everything cool or like mm-hmm. you know like what's going on you try to lighten the room up right but you're just trying to balance frequencies there yeah and and your job is to hold your resonance as cleanly as possible. So where it gets messy is when you you drop to their frequency because it's very easy for a higher frequency to drop to a lower frequency. It's it's more difficult for a lower frequency to to rise up to that. So but if you hold it, it's like pounding out that note again. You hold it for them, it's a lot easier for them to be reminded, "Oh, that's where I need to be." Okay. Whoo. And then they'll rise up to meet you. So if you're like, oh, I, I have all this these negative people. How do I deal with negative people in my life? You just be you. And and they will either, they themselves will leave because you're not a match for them. But as soon as you drop your frequency, you become vulnerable to their energy. And that gives them so much power to, di- to dictate to you how you feel about your day. So if you can stand in your resonance and stand in your own power... That is magnetic for the people who are a match for that. But if someone who's negative is around you, they don't really want to be around you because you're disrupting their energy. And so they can't hold that frequency because you're you're up here. And so they have to rise up or they have to leave. Yeah. So it gives you a lot of power, which is great. Yeah, well, David Hawkins, right? Like the yeah. frequent uh, what power is it? versus force. Power versus force, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so then in his book, uh, well, power versus maybe it's in that one. It mm-hmm. is in that one. Um, he talks about how most people don't even uh, change their range mm-hmm. by too much. Like, right. but that's more of a general statement. It can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it talks about like six hundred, anything above six hundred or seven, anything above seven hundred. He explains it would be someone like Jesus yeah. or like whatever. They're, like. Their frequency dictates that they're usually only thinking about the betterment of the mm-hmm. rest of the world. Like mm-hmm. it's no longer about me. 
no ego there. It's just like, how do I serve the right. world? Right. And, and, mm-hmm. and, but it's all, this is all being uh, spoken about or in his book mm-hmm. from a frequency sense. Yes. Right. Like definitely. there's no, like, this is because of this or that. It's mm-hmm. just like, no, this is the wave. Right. So did you study David Hawkins? Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's, you're a huge fan of his. Yeah. So he, um, well, he brings one perspective to the table. So because I, I work more with quantum physics and torsion field physics, there there's a little bit of a difference there. So I, I'm looking at, in my scientific brain, I'm looking at all the outliers of what he's missing. But at the same time, I'm like, his book and his concepts are a wonderful tool and a wonderful offering f- to support these other things. Yeah. So... Yeah, he's great. He, um, I mean, and those frequencies, I I think there's like a a funnel image that is in his book that, you know, calibrates everything like 200, 300. We have it on our, on our fridge here where the, and the nurse's station. Okay, great. Uh, And I don't know what exactly it does for people. For Mm -hmm. me, I'm always like, oh yeah, like, (laughs) yeah, it's a good reminder just to have it there. Just be a good person. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just be a good person. Yeah. Good reminder. Uh, but I mean, that's what our, have you seen our, that's what Mm -hmm. our, uh, Welcome, Matt says. Oh, right. Be a good person. And maybe it was a subliminal <laughs> yeah. uh, information that came to me. That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. And it was a gift by oh. someone. I was like, hey, we just felt like we should have this. I was like, That's so funny. Yes, we should have that. Oh, uh, she left. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? That's awesome. Yeah, no, that, that's that's great. So tell me, who... Um, who are you reading? Who, who Someone that mm-hmm. most of us haven't heard about, maybe? Yeah, so I... I love Wendy Kennedy. She's a, a channel and intuitive and an empath. Um, and she has great information. Her book is The Great Human Potential. Okay. So, uh, and, and she co-wrote that with, um, I forget the name of the, Tom something. Anyway, uh, it might come to me. But uh, The Great Human Potential is great. She She's amazing. Um, but other than that, I don't really read that much right now because I'm trying to get as pure information as possible from within myself and I'm I'm really working on grounding that information so the way that my brain works I can access a lot of higher information but just to access information for information's sake is um, a little bit in vain to me so I'm trying to gather that information and funnel it down and ground it into something that's very palatable for the masses to enjoy. And So what's your process for that? What do you, what do you? So uh, for me, because I can tune into subtle frequencies, I'm also technically speaking a psychic medium, but it's just accessing information. It's a different radio wave um, that everyone has access to. It's just if you're trained or not, how to, notice the subtle shift in the energy. So information will come to me um, that I have access to. And then I will, mm, I, I honestly, I think it's just the way that I'm literally created. Sure. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's just the way that I process and funnel through information and apply it to a, a neural network in my brain of all of my experiences, everything that I've read, uh, everything that I've studied, research-wise, all of it, and it comes out as one little nugget of information that 
is helpful or useful in the moment. Yeah. So well, like in the psychedelic space, like people always talk about, I got this download and I got those, that other download mm-hmm. and like, and it's, and it's really just because, so, because the way that I see it, like, sure, it can be like someone saying or like something like, here's a message kind of deal. Yeah. Or it could also just be like, it's already there, right? Like the information is already there. There's universal yep. knowledge mm-hmm. and you just tune into a frequency that helps you. It's like, oh, that makes right. sense. Because it's never like, it's never related to something completely out of the blue, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's never just like, oh, I should go study whales when you, right. <laughs> if you've never even been right. into sea life or anything maybe it has yeah. happened that way i have no idea but mm-hmm. but it's usually like for me whenever that happens it's usually because maybe it was a problem that i th- thought about or something that i thought about at some point mm-hmm. or like uh, but it's usually related to something that i am trying to like either figure out because mm-hmm. even like this weekend that weekend like sure with the tuning thing it was like i wanted to create more play and but that was just out of like the blue just because i didn't even know that that was going to go on yeah but at the beginning of the whole weekend uh my my only intention with it is like what is there anything that i can implement in myself or think about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll help me make the biggest change uh, in in all my endeavors. This yeah. is really what my intention was. And so that was the one sentence that I got out of it is like, we spend so much time trying to figure out solutions to problems that don't even exist. Mm-hmm. And so I find myself also doing that since then uh, where I'm like, if I'm struggling with something, it's like, wait, is this even a problem? Mm. And, and And then I'm like, no, it isn't. And then I just yeah. stop doing that. And yep. then I just go and do something else that's more important. Mm-hmm. And that's a great process yeah yeah it's because and so when i find myself doing that because mm-hmm. for me it should be easy right mm-hmm. like i had this conversation with uh with margo uh hemholtz um mm-hmm. you know her she's no, she's great you would love her of, yeah. um and we were having a conversation about like uh like you don't need to struggle to to be successful right like mm-hmm. there's not that idea yes. that like like it doesn't have to be hard mm-hmm. in order to like create like whatever and we kind of uh, referred to that earlier but Mm -hmm. uh when we were talking about it it was just the idea that like i feel like i need to put in like so many years to like get to this income level Mm -hmm. and i was like well no it doesn't right Right. yeah exactly it doesn't have to be linear like that and and it can be different for everyone you have a unique path so you can create it you're just doing a more of a quantum leap versus you know step 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 you're just jumping to that frequency really it's just a different resonance yeah. so and it doesn't require going through time and space to access it yeah i love that so i'm a huge fan well i don't even know about fan i just enjoy mm-hmm. like all these marvel mm-hmm. movies and like mm-hmm. i love how they're getting into like the the metaphysics of stuff right yeah it's dr strange like, uh, my favorite right like it's just I think so it's cool the only marvel movie i've ever seen oh really yeah yeah but it's great uh but there's a lot more that are g- tapping into that i mean even like oh, okay. if you watched any of the like the avengers or whatever it's all mm-hmm. about like tr- transcending universes which i think that oh, cool. comic books used to tap into that before mm-hmm. but it was yeah, just very much true. like an i like this thing that mm-hmm. like was cool but now it's like they get sciencey with it right like oh. they they get into some like well this is why it's happening Mm. because like this whatever and it's Mm -hmm. like okay sure that could be one theory but at this point like anything that comes up if it if that's how it is i wouldn't be surprised Mm -hmm. even though they all have a different opinion about it right (laughs) but any of them could be like oh yeah i guess we already knew that yeah (laughs) 
But True. the Ayurvedic thing you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier, um, we had a, a podcast with Amaya Shiva. She's mm-hmm. an Ayurvedic practitioner. Mm-hmm. And we just kept talking about like, we just study more and more science and you study like the oldest traditions. And all we know is that it's all the same <laughs> <Right>. thing. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like it's just right. exactly the same thing. Like, right. It's nothing different. Mm-hmm. We just try to complicate it more than it really It's is. so true. <laughs> and it's like, go, you keep going down a rabbit hole, but if you're the creator, you're also creating more problems that you're trying to solve and it's like what are you really after and then you're like continuously creating as you're seeking which is so interesting so it's like you're never really going to find an end and which which is the whole point it's realizing you're infinite and and that's the only real way that we can conceptualize it here in a very finite universe uh, called earth where everything's a beginning and an end and so, but then, then you have thought and emotion that transcends everything. And so that's, I think the beauty of being on earth is, yeah. is that right there. So how, how would you define grace? Ooh, that's a really good question. Uh, I would say, well, it depends. Cause I, I'll see grace uh, exhibited through somebody's behavior okay. or, or say, you know, that's a really graceful person. I would say who, someone who moves with agility and, um, compassion, I think where, and then also grace is, yeah, I would say probably compassion that for me, that's a very, those two are one and the same for me. Yeah. I feel, um, yeah, that's what I would say. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else asked me that. I was like, I like that question a lot. And the mm-hmm. only thing that I can come up with was uh, just, be, well, again, going back to like how in the universe, there's so much space in the universe. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if you want to label it as nothing, but right. uh, but it's still all just like a, a molecule in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Or a photon in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of it can get together and form this being and some of it cannot, or they can form mm-hmm. into this thing or whatever. Um, so I, I was like, I don't know. I just feel like the fact that I even can experience anything like, mm-hmm. cause I could have easily been nothing right. and never know that I can even think about something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like, to me like that, that's, that's badass. Like I mm-hmm. get to, I get to experience some, even if it's pain, like mm-hmm. it's sweet. I get, I get to experience that as opposed to like, I could just easily be nothing right. or I could be easily be a rock. Like this right. set of mm-hmm. molecules could easily been something else. Right. Mm-hmm. Because do we ever, does anything ever die? Right. Do we ever die? Well, on the <laughs> earth plane, it, you do, but, uh, but no, your, your soul and, and your essence and your energy doesn't. And, and even to your point, your body um, decaying is just recycled. So there's really no end end point or end game. There's no non-use of something. Everything's useful. Yeah. It just turns into like, it's just energy just transfers right mm-hmm. into a different, maybe this now turns in, into, maybe it doesn't turn into a rock or maybe it turns into a dog. I would love mm-hmm. to be a dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like that would be like, they have the best lives. Right, like they just, that's true. If you have a great owner, absolutely. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but see, the thing about it is that what's crazy about dogs is that even like the ones that get abused, they still love them, right? Like they still right. love their owners mm-hmm. and that they know nothing else, but like, that's, 
that that's yeah. really cool that's a gift well animals are <laughs> grace i would say too well yes. they're, they're compassion and they're... because you couldn't abuse a tiger and expect <laughs> it to just like love you back <laughs> like, i don't know if tigers even love no yeah um, but no that's true and and that's why i think it it is so fascinating because you have different expressions of frequencies and it doesn't make one right or wrong it just it is what it is and like a tiger you know a tiger's not going to be um decide well i'm going to be vegan today like you know they don't they don't deal with that they just operate off of instinct and and what and i think that's so great that they can just go with it and you you're talking to them or manipulating it it's not going to work because they're just so ingrained into that frequency and that's all they're here to express is is something so unique to them it's yeah do you have any pets not right now no, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Uh, i've been thinking about getting a dog it's just, it's a lot, it's mm-hmm. a commitment yeah uh. <laughs> right exactly i'm like personally if i had a dog like one-on-one with me um like i have a, a family dog um but in, in another state but but me one-on-one yeah is uh, that's a lot. Well, because I've even <laughs> thought, me. like, I kind of really want a girlfriend so that I can mm-hmm. have a dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just so that we can share that responsibility. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah, because they're... It's a good excuse. Super, I've, anytime that I have had a girlfriend, I, uh, mm-hmm. we've, we've had a dog together, and it's and, and then when we break it, they take it, and we're just like, mm-hmm. damn it, because yeah. I trained that dog. Because <laughs> um, I love training dogs. It's a fun, Aww. like, just going out there and, like, wow. doing this. Like, it's always like, how quick can I get them to learn this? And, wow. Uh, Oh. So it becomes like a challenge to me too. That's cool. Yeah, but then like you have to, mm-hmm. so I have to go home and feed them, and then that's yeah, not, yeah, that's not cool. Right. right. <laughs> and then, then if you want to go on vacation stuff, then you have to find you know a sitter or something. So there, you know, definite pros and cons. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So where can people yeah. find you? Um, or any last yeah. thoughts, words? Yeah. Um. I would say. Um. Well, they can find me on Instagram at dr amberly carter.com so i mean not.com i'm mixing the two yes <laughs> my yes. website and my instagram so instagram is uh dr amberly carter dr period amberly a-m-b-e-r-l-e-i-g-h carter c-a-r-t-e-r and then um the uh my website is amberly carter.com and those are the best two ways to contact me. Besides, my email is also dramblycarter at gmail.com with no period. So it's D-R-A-M-B-E-R-L-A-I-G-H, uh, carter at gmail.com. So. Uh, who are you most excited to work with? Who, uh, yeah. Ooh. Um, like people-wise, like a group of people or like like a typical client? Yeah, like, well, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm thinking about someone listening to this, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and they're like, oh, that's me. I should call her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, well, who, what's the type of person you love to work with? Uh, really, it varies. So one person, it might be, you know, I just want to lose weight or, you know, I'm not feeling right. My cycle's off, whatever it is. Um, and it could be health related or a lot of people see me for relationship things so which also ties into some health stuff too but a lot of it is you know I'm considering going through a divorce or um you know or even career stuff too like I need a lot of insight for this um I'm having trouble leading my employees uh 
you know, and, and then some people want me to help them with um, some intuitive guidance on business decision making um, or, you know, buying a house, something like that and, and feeling the energy of the house. So it, it really changes. Uh, even one client, they can bring 500 different things to me. So, so it's kind of difficult to narrow down. Like I just see, you know, thyroid people or whatever. Sure. But, um, but yeah, I see both men and women. Uh, the majority are, are, are women, but, uh, I love a good session with a man cause they're so, uh, they bring such a different energy to the table and it's a beautiful process, especially when, uh, man is asking for help. Because, well, well, I think it's also beautiful when they mm-hmm. do, right? Because uh, I, I mean, I'm sure it's a masculine thing. It's like, no, I can figure it out on my own. Because we even even here at the clinic, it's always like we see plenty of men, mm-hmm. but the majority of them come in and they're like, "What's going on? How can we help you with?" It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. My yep. wife, my wife told me to come. My wife sent me. Yeah. And there's like, well, <laughs> so what's going on? It's like yeah. nothing. I feel great. Yep. <laughs> mm, so why did you come in? It's like, yeah. well, I don't, you know, it's just well she wanted me to come in and mm-hmm. i you know and then and so well what does she say what does she think is wrong with you well mm-hmm. she thinks that i need to have more energy when i come home at night mm-hmm. it's like ah <laughs> so, so tell me more right yeah, and, yeah. and then it's and then it's a process mm-hmm. right and then once they're in then it's like we're yep. all in yeah yeah so i i, I right. love that me too but it takes mm-hmm. it, it takes a little bit of a <laughs> right well in our our uh society you know there's no room for a man to talk about his feelings you yeah. know it, and that's the hard thing because then they stifle it or they, or it comes out in other ways that are, are, you know, self damaging or anything like that. So, um, but yeah, I would say that I work with a a whole bunch of different people, um, different age age groups, but mostly probably like 18 to a (laughs) hundred. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Well, here, here's the main thing about it. Mm -hmm. Like, just talk about it. Uh, call her up. Like anything is again, everything's frequencies. So, mm-hmm. uh, if anything, you can help figure that what the frequency is speaking. Right. right? And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, let's, let's give her a call and thank you so much yeah, thank for, you for, for having coming. Me. This and was a lot of fun. I actually went yeah. over an hour and 15 minutes. That's oh, wow. awesome. Yeah. Good. Um, I, I have to do this really quick. Uh, mm-hmm. by the way, every single, um, podcast episode is sponsored by uh msw nutrition it's bliss and boost are fantastic boost is a multivitamin that uh mm-hmm. it's a multivitamin it's an electrolyte electrolyte boost it's also um it also helps with uh like just your everyday nutrients that you would need for the day mm-hmm. um, it has a little bit of caffeine so it's great it does give you a little boost and bliss is a serotonin dopamine booster and it's a little sour it's fun um but try them out uh use mm-hmm. hdyh to check out and uh, and get 15% off and uh yeah awesome I've oh tried and both by of the them. way yeah raw republic oh yes gotta give them a shout out because they just opened a store here in austin mm-hmm. they're over on south lamar but uh they're also in new in um, new orleans and that's how yes. you guys know each other because yes. you and sheena are like friends from forever from, yes and mm-hmm. uh, uh i love sheena you guys yeah. should check out actually sheena has 
designed a couple of things in our in our lounge too. Okay. Of course, yeah, yeah. She course, wouldn't yeah. she wouldn't have it any no. other way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but they're yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check them out. Uh, and uh, and which which one is this one? This one is the Dr. Carter's thyroid juice. Oh, so yes. this is the one that I co-created with Sheena. Uh, so I channeled some information about the thyroid and the different processes, and then I infused it in there, um, as well as the pineapple itself. Uh, create has a lot of photonic energy from the sun that uh, supports the thyroid gland and detoxification pathways, but it also has um, rosemary infused aloe, ginger, and coconut water as well in there. So a whole bunch of good antiviral, antibacterial, uh, anti-inflammatory, and very neutralizing and helpful for the metabolism in general as yeah. well. So. And she's got a podcast too, a Raw yes. Republic or Raw... Raw Talk with Sheena. Raw Talk with Sheena. And yes. then you have a podcast as well? Yes, no? I have a podcast, Ask Amberly. Yes. It's a podcast. Um, and I co-host on, sometimes on Raw Talk with Sheena, with Sheena. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so we... It's been great being in Austin, and I, I live part time in New Orleans and in Austin, so yeah. it's been really fun being here. I'm gonna come have you uh, co-host uh, an, an episode whenever we do. There's some cool oh, metaphysical yeah. people, people Ooh, here. Oh, cool! Yeah. I would love that because you're still getting into the into the scene here, right? And yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, you, there's some really that. cool people that you that you'll want to meet and have conversations with. Good. Uh, but other than that, thank you yeah. guys for tuning in. Yes, thank you.